Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. Glad you could join us. We had a little technical difficulty, so recasting. This one here on Hebrews chapter 11, verses 32, 33, and 34. Again, the Bushnell Project is for men to try and help us be men who are in God's Word, reading the Word, hearing the Word, studying it, so that we can be more equipped, more ready for all that God has for us. And in being the spiritual leaders of our homes, leading our wives, cherishing our wives, and growing closer to God. And we've been going through Hebrews just as a way to help do that, encourage you in that. And I've been really, really loving this and being been encouraged, encouraged by a few of you out there. So I want to continue doing that and getting some tips from a few of my sons and those who listen. Had one. Shout out to Dave, who let me know that the last podcast was really jittery, jumpy, echoey. Went and listened to it, and sure enough, I had a major malfunction. So I had to reboot the computer and the mic and all that. So back at it, and we'll do this podcast, get it back up out there, and, and then uh, keep pressing on. So chapter, Hebrews chapter 11, 32, 33, 34. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell you of Gideon and Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the, the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. And we'll stop there. Of course, it goes on. But I want to stop there just to think through some of these stories. You've probably heard of some of these men like Gideon and Samson and David. And Gideon was somewhat of a, I see him as a chicken. He's kind of hiding, doing his thing. He's a little bit of afraid. God uses him. Average, normal man, if you will. The average Joe, right? And of course, King David, he was the youngest, sort of the runt of his family. No one thought he would amount to anything. And sure enough, he becomes the king of Israel. And David was a very imperfect man. All of them were. But David, we really get to see his sin. Big time sinner. But the Bible says of David, he was a man after God's own heart. How about you? How are we doing? Are we really going after God's heart? Or are we going after other things? Being a man after God's own heart is really seeking what is it, God, that you want? What is it that you say you want? Because God is not silent in what he wants from us. So being in God's word, listening to it, I love sitting down and just listening through the word and seeing what jumps out at me while I'm reading it. So I'm looking at it, I'm hearing it, and it jumps out at me. Different things jump out at me at different times. And I... I, I like to write that down and ponder that or go and cross-reference that with other scriptures and, and and try to figure out, God, what are you telling me? Praying before you read or listen to God's word. Holy Spirit, speak to me through the word of God. Help me to understand what you are about to tell me, what I'm about to hear. And then prayerfully reading through scripture or listening to the word of God prayerfully. So I want to encourage you guys, like David no matter how badly you've messed up, no matter where you are, what you're thinking, to, to back up a little bit and go, you know what, God, I want to be in your presence. I want to be a man 
after you, after your own heart. I want to be one of those who worships you in spirit and in truth. And that's what that's what we ought to all be seeking. And then in that process, in drawing closer to God, becoming a better husband, becoming a man that really protects and cherishes my wife, who's the protector, the, the prophet, the priest, the provider of the home. And doing that in such a way that the wife feels secure, the wife feels cherished, the wife knows that her husband is not only a good man, but a spiritual covering in her life. And that brings incredible comfort and security to her. So for us just to examine, how are we doing? What are we really chasing after? Are we ready to be used mightily for God? God doesn't need an army. He just needs one. In all of those cases, all of those men that he mentions there, they all acted at a time by themselves. Now, sure, you say, well, the prophet Samuel was there during the time of David. Well, yes, but he was the prophet picking a very young man, kind of working by himself. So don't be afraid to be by yourself. Now, we want to join together with others in community, and he's about to speak to that in Hebrews here. Actually, he just did in Hebrews 10. So go back, look at Hebrews 10, especially 24 and 25 and 26. See what he says there. All right. God bless you guys. Have a great day.